Hello and welcome back to another brand new season with the EFL Freezer Crowd podcast. As always, joined by our resident Millwall fan, Andy. Hello, James. Very good to be back for a new season. Sorry about the delay, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We've took our sweet, sweet time with this one, haven't we? And it and will of not course... be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, joining us as always, our stat man, Luke. Hello, gentlemen. How are we? How was our summer? Still happening. <laughs> yeah, very much in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as Andy says, we're a little bit delayed with this one, but of course we're back and we're ready to go again. And this week we'll be doing our league predictions, having a little bit of a look at what's gone on so far and our all new formatted quiz. Bring it on. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Two so there, I think summing up our league predictions from last season. And uh, without further ado, I suggest we get straight into it for this season. Start with the championship, shall we? Seems logical. It does, really does. Um, <laughs> where should we go? Should we, we start at the bottom and work our, work our way up, shall we? Um, well, that way uh, Coventry might get a mention sooner rather than later. So yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say that we'll agree with our very first pick if we start at the bottom so and we don't <laughs> yeah start on a positive note and we'll start with Wayne Rooney's Derby County <laughs> <laughs> they've made it into 24th predict, uh, place in my predictions and we all agreed yeah I think we're all agreed we are of course <laughs> we are Probably worth noting that obviously we made these predictions a little while ago ahead of the season. Since then, they've managed to do a little bit of business, um, albeit not great, but maybe more than what they had when we predicted some of these teams, especially Derby. But um, yeah, it hasn't really changed my mind on them. 24. <laughs> nah, I mean, the thing is, when they were 1-0 up in the 90th minute at Peterborough last weekend, I thought, hang on a minute, have we got them all wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Even when it was one all in the 99th minute, not not a bad result. And then 90 plus 10, Dembele to uh, Darren Fergie time. Uh, Yeah, I think that uh, if that doesn't um, already put them into 24th, I don't know what will. If Derby start doing well, we're really in trouble with these predictions. Because the rest of it isn't going to get a lot better. They only had nine players going into like the, the week before the season started. They only had nine senior players. So how anyone can put them anywhere but 24th is is it's beyond me. But you've got more from Derby over the summer. You've got the Sleepy Wayne. I'm guessing you've seen about Sleepy Wayne. Mm, well, yeah. Well, we don't. There's some sort of legal battle going on there, Luke. We normally go too far, and then, but let's leave it early. <laughs> First episode he's, of the season, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's been sleeping in his office to get to get transfers over the line. So. <laughs> to do with Colleen's views there. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> we said we'd leave it. We said we'd leave it. <laughs> but. 
Can I just actually make a comment on that that's serious? I'm wondering which player is willing or sort of is more likely to sign in the middle of the night than they would be in, in the day. <laughs> I, I can't quite understand how, how sleeping in the office is allowing him to make more sign-ins. Just do them in the day, Wayne. Just do them in the day. It's when everyone else is doing them. It's not, it's, you know, it's not on transfer deadline day. You don't have to stay up until three <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Yeah, but if a new player arrives, wants to look around Derby... You'd rather it was pretty dark. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. I've gone too far twice already. So I said leave up. it, and now look. <laughs> We're only on 24th. <laughs> the first week. <laughs> this could be a long episode. Okay, well, on that, I suggest we move on before we cause uh, any more... Yeah. Um, to our current listenership, <laughs> uh, I, I apologise. <laughs> we'll go to we'll go to twenty third in the championship. Luke, who have you got sitting pretty in twenty third? I've got Preston because we didn't really talk about them at all last season because there's not really much to them. And then they That's signed Chevin. Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because well, we didn't talk about. Them. <laughs> well, that and I thought they in pre season they beat a unnamed side 5-0 like a team that didn't want to be named and and if you're if you're if Preston are winning 5-0 against a random team that don't want to be named either you're really bad that's why you don't want to be named or Preston are really bad that you don't want to be named so I thought that gave a bit of a a bit of insight into how I thought their season was going to go. So I've stuck them 23rd. It, they've not started well, if that helps. Oh, no. Judging by the current league table, you're bang on. Well, <laughs> well you're not their bottom, so you're one off. But, you know, uh, I think a lot of people would agree that Preston are going to be down there, although I have got them avoiding the drop. Um, see, I, I've gone for Blackpool in 23rd. I don't think they're going to have enough about them this season. Uh, I mean, obviously, a late draw at Bristol City, first game of the season, good result. Bristol <laughs> City. Well, yeah, I guess actually, yeah, time will tell about that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't want to spend too long on each team, do we? I'm sure someone else will have some more thoughts on Blackpool later. Well, I'm, I'm not really enjoying this so far. Finding myself agreeing with Andy way too much. I've also got Blackpool <laughs> 23rd. Um, I think for obvious reasons, yeah, newly promoted, haven't necessarily made any massive signings of note. But um, yeah, prove me wrong, Blackpool. I can't go too far different than that. I've got them in 22nd. I've also got them going down. Same reasons. Not not enough about them. It's it's difficult to strengthen this season, especially after what, you know, what all the clubs have had to go through. So I can't see them having enough to stay up. But again, that probably means I'm wrong. Yeah, I must say, like if you, if we've predicted you your team to finish in the bottom three, it almost certainly means they won't. So you've <laughs> got, you've got, yeah, you've got. Play I'd be push. happy with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of playoff pushes, Huddersfield Town twenty second, um, <laughs> one that uh, they are currently in twenty second. So there's a point for me there. Um, <laughs> another one I think we might <laughs> I just made that up because I got one right <laughs> two games yeah another one that hasn't strengthened seems to have got worse bad end to last season and uh, it could go from bad to worse for Huddersfield in my opinion well we finally disagreed I've gone for Hull in that final uh, 
drop spot, if you like. Ooh. It's hard for the newly promoted sides, I think, to, um, as we saw last season, to stay up. Um, Hull actually looks pretty strong, in fairness, especially going forward. Um, but it's just tough for the teams that have come up to, to manage it. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. How's their season started, Andy? Um, uh, mixed bag. Um, lots of goals. <laughs> Uh, obviously, put quite a few past Preston first game of the season. And uh, QPR put three past them at home. Another team, I think, I mean, I've got them above the drop. Got some good players in there. Keen Lewis Potter, who we liked in League One last season, has started started well. I think they've probably got enough about them to avoid the drop. Uh, moving into just a- avoiding the drop, I've got Peterborough. Purely, I'm sure, for the same reasons as other people, that they're going to have too, too many goals going forward in that team to to go down in my opinion obviously there's going to be goals at the other end as well but, um, <laughs> with Smodic and um, Clark Harris and Dembele's obviously started well uh, I think they're going to have a bit of I think they could have a, be an entertaining season for Peterborough as it always is for them who, who have you got in 21st guys I've got Huddersfield again I think it's just the, the poor end to the season I don't, they haven't really strengthened they you know it's not been a great start to the season so I'm starting to be happy with that prediction, but I do have them being stronger than than the likes of Blackpool, Preston and Derby. So I couldn't put them anywhere else, really. Yeah, I've got them in the exact same team, Huddersfield in 21st. I'm now starting to think maybe I should have swapped them with Hull after our little discussion there. But um, <laughs> yeah, Huddersfield weren't great last season. Don't see them being great this season. Again, happy to be proved wrong. Um, I think I'll take the lead on, on who we've got just above that, though, in 20th. Coventry City, just about <laughs> avoiding the drop. Ooh. Same um, place, same place. I um, People talk about progress. You know, you go up, you, you manage to stay up, and then can you do better than where you finished last season? Well, I don't see us being able to. Lost players <laughs> in um, important positions. Ostergaard on loan last season was massive. Haven't really replaced him, although actually... Have just brought in Clark Salter from Chelsea at centre half. Um, not sure he's going to be quite the same, but hopefully he will. Um, and then the biggest one for me was we've we've actually lost um obviously Matty James, who was on loan last season. It looked all set to be made permanent, and then um Bristol City came in and offered him a bit more money. But I uh, just don't uh, slightly concerned about where our season could go. Not the worst start, um, but yeah. I thought I was quite happy with your signings. I thought Martin Waghorn isn't going to get you twenty goals a season, but he might score. He might score the goal that's that, you know keep you up. <laughs> Four. Uh, I hope I went five. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm quite optimistic. Not just the fact that you know I think the second season syndrome might hit Coventry, but I think there are definitely three teams that are worse. Like definitely, because it's not a, it's not strong down the bottom. I think of the championship. You you signed a couple of players, um, a couple of loanees from your from Chelsea with your uh, connections. You've got. I I, th- I think it could be all right. Great start. It's great new entrance to the. Uh, I'm going to call it the Rico because that's that's what it's called, isn't it? I mean, we all know it's called the Rico. But great little entrance. Uh, I guess you can tell us all about that, James, as a man who was there. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. One, don't need to say too much, do we? We've, uh, I think, to be honest, just taken advantage of um, Forrest's horrendous pre-season, lack of energy post sixty minutes, and 
yeah, taking the game from them, really. Fans have to say fans played their part, dragged them over the line, in my opinion. Um, it was just brilliant to be back there and in the middle of it all. I agree with what you're saying in terms of some of the signings. I just, I don't know. I'm not sure we've got an out-and-out goal scorer uh, in that squad. And it's just the depth that worries me. Um, Hamer and Sheaf in the centre midfield, if one of those gets injured, I'm not really sure where we go um, from there. So, yeah, it's just the depth that worries me. Looks like O'Hare's all set for another great season, though. So, uh, again, keep your eyes on him. But, yeah, Yeah. 20th place. And to be honest, I'll take (laughs) safety right now. Yeah, I've been a little bit more optimistic. I've got Coventry in 16th. Go on. Take it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for much of the same. I mean, they're finishing above Hull, Preston, Blackpool, but Black there, Blackburn, Peterborough, Blackpool, <laughs> Derby. Yeah, Good side, Blackpool. I think they're going to be. Um, <laughs> well, there's Blackpool and Blackburn this year in the same league, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm talking about both of them. You got the Blackpool think, Derby on. I think they could be in very similar positions. Those two. Um, <laughs> And obviously Coventry, I mean, they should have should have cut a point uh, at Barnsley on the weekend as well, which would have been an incredible start to the season. I'm sure we'll get into the games later. I did want to ask about Barnsley. Um, they pick up eight yellow cards against Coventry. <laughs> 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 is, that, is, that, is that some sort of record? Um, well, it feels like on a tangent here. If you get five, don't you? You get a fine or something, and they've got eight there. <laughs> <laughs> were they all on O'Hare as well? I think I think like seven of the eight were all for fouls on O'Hare, and at some point, <laughs> referee needs to needs to get a grip. Let's be honest; you can't. It was ridiculous. First of all, we dominated the whole game. Make one mistake at the back and uh, concede. Obviously, should score the penalty for the point. We we're good value for three, but. Um, yeah, eight yellow cards. At what point does the ref step in and go, hang on a minute? <laughs> this, well, the thing this is, is just obscene. I think he stepped in at <laughs> half time because there wasn't a yellow till 50 minutes. So <laughs> he averaged a yellow every five minutes. <laughs> well, after he gave one out. I saw um, Andy's old pal, uh, Ollie, on our favourite programme, old uh, Quest, mm. saying very much the same that um, clearly there was a the, the tactics were to take out the probably our best player and our only chance of actually creating anything. But it's just a shame that O'Hare can't finish because if he had the... Uh, then again, he wouldn't be playing for Coventry. But, um, <laughs> I was going to say. If he could finish, the game would have been 3-0 and wrapped up. But um, yeah, not great to watch when uh, the other team's tactics are just to literally boot your best player for 90 minutes. Or, well, maybe 40 <laughs> minutes if you're saying that there was no no yellow cards until that point. sort of dealt with the bottom uh, bottom end of the table there, haven't we? We're not going to bore you with all our all our mid-table picks. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll get on to... Well, maybe we've picked different teams there, so we will mention your team. Shall we Should we move on to our, our top six? I will briefly say that I haven't got Millwall in the top six here. Maybe out of pure pessimism, <laughs> but, but pure bias against your own team. Yeah, and I can't really see it happening. After two games, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at the um, look at the league tables, it's, it's quite interesting. Well, it, I've, I've said interesting, and it's going to be the least interesting thing in the world. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> only three teams so far in the whole EFL have drew both their opening games. Um, you had Salford in League Two, Bolton in League One. 
Millwall in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems a bit strange, really, but um, it is a sign of things to come for us, I think. Just that lack of um, being able to put a game to bed, like against Blackburn on the weekend, and being able to to sort of uh, see out a, a one-all draw at teams like QPR where we could expect to lose. So I think we'll see a lot of those sort of performances this season. And we did <laughs> laugh last year about the amount of... Uh, draws we were getting and the draws record that was on for so long and, <laughs> and I tell you what after two games couldn't have been gone better so. <laughs> you're on for 46 100%. draws this is excellent news well I think it could be I mean, where do you normally finish with 46 points <laughs> uh, not very far up <laughs> <laughs> you're safe though <laughs> yeah, it was interesting actually like looking at that because like you say, a point at QPR this season, in my opinion, is is a good point. Um, but yeah, a point against Blackburn, who I think this one will uh, put a little smile on Luke's face, but I think they had the lowest uh, expected goals of the weekend <laughs> across the EFL. So uh, somehow managed to get one against you. I think what's interesting is if it does start to click with the likes of Afobe and Wallace, then actually... Yeah, goals could come. You could start putting a few teams to bed. Early doors. Um, also, just to add to your little thing about only, obviously, three sides have managed two draws. I don't think anyone in the championship has a 100% record so far. So that just shows what this league's all about, doesn't it? I don't think anyone's won both games. So uh, welcome back to another season in the championship. You just never know what's coming up, do you? Anyway, without further rambling, should we start in sixth? I think I'll start in sixth because I've actually gone for Millwall. Let's talk about it some more. Because <laughs> I, I don't watch, I don't have that pessimism for my own team. I don't watch Millwall every week. And uh, Andy's probably going, well, why not? I don't know what's wrong. I don't have that in-depth like, analysis every game of just, why has he done that? Why are we playing them there? And I was quite impressed with that's it. That's sort of analysis. <laughs> in depth. Is that in depth? So like in depth. What's he playing in there for? <laughs> Why's he done that? Why has he put the goalie up front for? Jesus. But I was, in, I was impressed by, by the pre-season, by the fact that he kind of swept this Ipswich side away that had signed seemingly everyone in the EFL. And you look like Barcelona in comparison to them. So I thought, okay, We've got a Millwall side that we know can defend. Well, Andy might detest to that. But we know can defend. We know can at least hold out for a draw against better sides. And maybe they can play up front. And maybe a phobia can score 15 goals this season. So that's why I've gone for them in sixth. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree, Luke, which makes it even more frustrating when you've got Blackburn, <laughs> <laughs> when you've got Blackburn at home and we're dominating the ball, being the better team, and we still don't go for it five at the back and that. Uh, I don't know. I think I mean this could be such a common theme this season that um that I don't want to get, really go on about us too much this week. So <laughs> let's um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, James's sixth. I found the top six for the championship really tough. It's always tough, isn't it? But there's some huge. Well, I say huge teams. There's some teams that are in there with some serious money from uh, recent parachute payments so it's, it's made it hard to try and sort of build a top six without them in it nevertheless I've tried and uh, <laughs> in, in sixth I've actually got West Brom um, I think a few people might have them further up the table um, they've had a good start to the season so no points for me here 
I was just surprised when they've the team that they've got to bring in the uh, the manager. The choice of manager for me doesn't fit the style of team that they've got there. So I didn't I didn't really see that working. Plus, they've had a little bit of unrest with the old um, Pereira situation and him sort of kicking off. Plus, you've got a little bit of uncertainty around what um, Johnston's going to be doing. So, yeah, I just felt like they might have a bit of a disrupted season this year. And um, I've gone for West Brom in sick. They don't see them dominating. Uh, well, it's interesting you say about the style of play. If you watched their goals against um, Luton on the weekend, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. first, the first two could not have been more Ismail, if possible. And their first goal um, game week one as well. Um, yeah, I was going to... I was going to actually say the same then. Yeah, their first game week was exactly the same. It doesn't seem to have mm. taken him too long to have uh, implemented his style of play. But obviously I made that prediction before the season, so now I'm sitting here with egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we, we should have released this show a week before the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not after every team has played three games. <laughs> you could have just lied. Yeah, We've got exactly. West Brom uh, first. Great starts this season. Uh, we knew well. he would implement that style. No, we've we've been honest, and uh, we get to see how bad some of these predictions might be. It's not bad. It's not too too far off though. Well, I well, think I'll... he's interesting with the the kind of Ishmael way, if you like, is just that how long it seemingly takes teams to do something about it. Now. I don't want to offend Barnsley at all here, but you know, on paper, you compare their team to the the current West Brom team. If you say teams should be able to figure out that Ishmael's going to go in there and do that, you should be able to stand up against them. Okay, it's probably quite tough when you've got the quality that West Brom have got to just stop them from doing it. But no one was able to stop Barnsley do it in that last kind of was it fifteen games of the season last last season. So again, I think that was what I was sort of thinking that a few more teams might wise up to it and um, do something about it. But as we've just pointed out, game's played and no one's bloody done it. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I think that just leaves you to give us your sick, doesn't it? Oh, sorry, I'd forgotten, Luke. Um, we've picked the Lions for a time finish. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Cardiff in sixth, which I think is um, going to be a pretty predictable... Well, I literally is a prediction, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think a lot of people will have the same. I, I don't think they've got enough for the top two this year. But because, as we said, the teams that have gone down, I mean, everyone's going to have them in the top six, aren't they? So, yeah, I think that, I think they'll have another pretty similar season, Cardiff. Um, Kiefer Moore's obviously off the mark this season already. And, uh, yeah, I don't think there's uh, much more to say. I think, I think Cardiff are going to be that sort of sixth, well, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. And I think they're going to have a little bit more than a side like Millwall, unfortunately. Anyone else got them in their top six? I've got them down in ninth because they haven't got Harry Wilson to deliver the set pieces for Kiefer Moore anymore. And they relied on that so much last time and now he's gone to Fulham. I think I think they haven't got enough as much a, as I like Mick McCarthy. It was a difficult one for me, Cardiff, to know where to put them. Um, you can't see them struggling, can you? And you can really see them being up there. McCarthy wouldn't have it any other way. And um, <laughs> he's also, they've got some interesting players in there. Um, it was, in, you know, you've just said about um, Wilson not being there to deliver a ball, but someone that I know relatively well because he played for Cov is um, Ryan Giles is actually playing at Cardiff this season. And I think he's already registered himself a couple of assists. So possibly could be the player to, uh, I'm not saying he's going to be as effective as Harry Wilson, clearly, but he's got a pretty good left foot that could um, 
provide a few set pieces or potential chances for a player like Moore. So I've got them in eighth. Um, yeah, might regret that one as well come the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, they're purely on how good Keith Moore is for me, I think. <laughs> I, I really. <laughs> you put Cardiff mid-table and Keith Moore in sixth. Well, I really think he might be the best player in the league on his day. Um, <laughs> bye. Got to make these, got to make these bold statements. Um, I mean, they've got Bakuno is going to come good this season. Uh, brought in James Collins as well to support if Moore doesn't yeah. uh, doesn't um, bang a few in, which he obviously already will. But uh, yeah, they've made it into sixth for me. It's funny because, like we've said a couple of times about lack of signings for a few teams and I guess that's the case for much of the, the championship this year um, due to obviously what everything that's gone on but it's almost as important to keep older players and it really surprised me that I've not even seen any rumours at all about Moore going anywhere um, seemingly happy at Cardiff I feel like he could already do it in the Premier League maybe that's silly but yeah I really I do, rate him yeah. I really rate him as well and uh, it's hard to disagree with what you're saying there so on to fifth, Luke. I've gone for Sheffield United. I think you, I'm not sure you can put them outside of the top six because they've still got a decent squad. Um, a, well, a decent championship squad. Uh, you've got the parachute payments, and you've got Jukanovic, who's who's done this before. He's already he's led successful championship promotion campaigns with with Fulham and uh, with Watford. I think before, if my memory serves me right. So for that reason, there's not much more to to the thinking than that. Manager who's done it before, mostly a team who's done it before. Rian Brewster has proven at this level, maybe not the Premier League, but that's not much to that prediction. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in because I also have them fifth for the same reasons. Uh, I, did, I, saw, <laughs> I did see uh, someone called... Uh, Yakanovich a championship cheat code, which I think was um, <laughs> which is pretty good. I think you could say that about all the teams that went down that have brought in very good managers to get them back up. So I think with him, it's just going to be done it before. Such a strong team there. I mean, they've got the parachute payments as well. I mean, they've kept hold of some key men. I think it'll be interesting to see how well Sander Berger does this season in the championship. Uh, after a bit of a horror show in the Premier League last season. I mean, they've got so many exciting players. There's got to come good. Um, as long as McGoldrick doesn't get too many minutes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Incoming 30 goals. <laughs> Again, it's it's similar to what I said about Cardiff, isn't it? Um, perhaps not looking to sign too many players, but more important in who they've kept hold of. And seemingly, they've kept hold of basically what was a Premier League squad. So... Um, yeah, hard to disagree that they'll be up there. Haven't got them in fifth, though. I've got everyone's favourite championship, stalwart Neil Warnock. Middlesbrough. <laughs> got Middlesbrough being right up there this season. Don't really know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think... I think um, with Warnock, it's hard to say that they won't be somewhere near that top section. Um, he sort of doesn't leave room for anything other than that. I just, I really like kind of, they're quite a quiet team for once, actually. There's not that many players that people are talking about all the time. They're doing it sort of under the radar a little bit, or as much as you can do it under the radar with a manager like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just rate them. And again, they've not really lost out on too many. Of course, he's brought in his good old pal Bamba to uh, steer the ship. But yeah, I've got Millsborough in fifth and I, I, I think they might have a strong old campaign. 
The amount of times I've seen write Neil Warnock off at your peril in the last week, or you can't write off Neil Warnock at this level. Uh, that that tempted me to put Middlesbrough higher, but I've just got them outside with seventh. Uh, I mean, you've written them off, and I think it will be at your uh, peril, though. Your because <laughs> um, I've got them in fourth. Ooh. I've got them even higher. I, I think... I mean, one guy, one guy, one player, we like he's our mate or something. Ick <laughs> <laughs> um, Piazu. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned him a lot. I mean, he looked good in a, and let's be honest, pretty awful Wickham team in the championship. Um, and he's already got himself a goal. And with a, Martin Payero coming from Argentina, a lot of talk about how exciting he could be. So that's definitely going to be one to watch. I mean, I can just imagine some little Italian tricky winger crossing the ball in for, for Ikpiazu uh, to smack <laughs> a few in. But, I mean, what could be more Warnock than that, I, I ask? Uh, Cheat code. And and I reckon, you know, I reckon he's he's probably run out of um, autographed pictures already, but he's going to print out a few more. <laughs> I think he needs to save a few for a Wembley trip in May. Ah, oh, yeah. That Ikpiazu looks like great business. Um, put that on top of... Matt Crooks, who's obviously off the mark as well now. Some proper Warnock signings as well, who will just slot into that that team. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to see that 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 prediction doesn't seem too mental now that you've put them in for. <laughs> well, I don't think, I think if anything, that just backs it up. I think it is. Talking, of, uh, <laughs> talking of mental predictions in fourth, Millwall. <laughs> Millwall four stunned into silence. The room <laughs> <laughs> showed flashes last year of what you could do. Didn't put enough games to bed. <laughs> Who was your starting centre forward last year, Andy? Uh, did we have one? Precisely. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you had your mate Troy in and around it. You had um, John Daddy, Dad Bod, always around. <laughs> well, it. Uh... Brad, Brad Shaw in and around it. Big Matt Smith, who I know we all like, but no, none of them screamed sort of top championship strikers that were going to put games to bed. I've alluded to it earlier, bringing in someone like a Fobe. Yes, it might not work, but I just see it clicking. Maybe not immediately, but when it does, by God, is it going to be good? And I just think that might give you enough this season. Fourth, maybe a little bit optimistic, but if it does work, you're not going to concede hatful of goals, are you? You've got the basis there for a promotion push already. And I just think now you've added a bit of firepower. Why not? Why not? Enjoy it. Okay? <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. For the first though. and last time this season where yeah. Millwall are concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Fulham tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, I do agree. I think George Savile, we haven't mentioned yet, is an absolutely oh, yeah, massive cool. signing in this division. I think if you look at Afobe and Savile already in the three games that I've been to, um, Afobe clearly looks so clear of any other striker we've got, just his movement and everything. He just needs that first goal, I think, to, to get him going. And obviously Jed is, uh, who knows if we'll even hang on to him at the end of this window. That's fingers crossed. Because uh, if he goes, we're in big trouble. Um, <laughs> if you, so if you look at Savile, Savile, Jed and um, Afobi, I think we're just missing that left-hand side player. Mason Bennett's picked up an injury early on, obviously. So he's out for a bit. Rowett doesn't seem to trust uh, Mahoney too much. So I wouldn't be surprised if we bring in another attacking player. 
before the window closes. And like you said, if that clicks, obviously our central midfield is it couldn't be any better really at the moment. It's the best. I mean, I would say this is the best. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Millwall best in the squad. league. Well, no, like, <laughs> Keith uh, Bell, best probably in the defensively league. the midfield. It could be up there. Um, it's probably the best Millwall squad I've I've seen in the last fifteen years. Uh, <laughs> That's not saying um, a it's lot. Not, it's not. It's not. It's not. So since two thousand and five, yeah, that, that works. Yeah, six even. Yeah, it definitely is actually. Um, but uh, yeah, if it all clicks. Who knows? Good to be optimistic. <laughs> and that's why you've put them outside the top six. <laughs> uh, haven't made it in the top eight. <laughs> you do when it's your own team, though. So uh, we'll well, let you... well, I put we finished tenth last season. I've put us in ninth. So if that isn't optimistic, Progress. I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, who have you got in fourth then? I've I've gone off the form from the end of last season. A, a, a club as a whole that's that's uh, that's got everything right off the pitch, and I've gone Coventry for QPR. City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on down, Mark Robbins. Now I've gone for QPR because <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got a squad good enough to do it. I think Warburton is a, is a good manager. He's just signed a new contract, and I think they've got enough to to really make a push for it. I've seen lots of pundits put them up there as well. I just don't think there's anything that can really stop them being up there. Uh, <laughs> well, we we stopped them. Yeah. <laughs> we can't draw every game. <laughs> well, well. We're going to try. Uh, I think obviously Charlie Austin's such a massive part, isn't he? Um, Johansson in from Fulham, massive in central midfield for them. And everyone's favourite, I'm sure we'll talk about a lot this season, Rob Dickey. Rob. Centre-half. Three, a goal in every game so far from centre-half. I'm sure I've got a sneaky feeling James is going to want to talk about them a little bit more. Look. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Are you lucky as punk? I told you I went a bit crazy with my predictions. We'll save QPR for later. But I do agree. I think they've got a strong team. Always puts me off when you do your predictions and then you look at the pundits and they've put them up there as well, though, Luke. Because you go, oh dear, everyone's yeah. gone, jumped on the bandwagon. 15th place finishing coming. So, <laughs> go on. Uh, yeah, they look like they're going in the right direction. The squad looks strong. It's interesting you say about Austin. He is going to be central to their sort of promotion push, if you like. Again, though, depth-wise, are they a little weak? Don't know. Um, but I'll talk more <laughs> about those in a minute. Yeah, I mean, purely judging off one game, they didn't look like promotion uh, candidates against us anyway. For, I know it was the first game of the season. <laughs> judging by how, how the other teams at the top play against us, I wasn't, uh, wasn't that impressed, but I guess... Uh, we sh- soon shall find out. Well, you'll be up there with them. Well, yeah, well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> They're speechless again. Andy, take us into third. Uh, I've got a team already mentioned, West Brom. I just think, similar to what we said with Sheffield United, I think they've brought in a manager who clearly knows what he's doing at that level. If he can bring some of the form that he had with Barnsley into the side, and he obviously looks like he's done that, and the way they're playing as well with our Long balls forward, fast-paced attacks. Uh, I really like it. I think Carlin Grant this season is going to have a year. I hope he does anyway. Another one who struggled in the Premier League. And I think you just look at their overall squad compared to some of those other teams we've mentioned so far, and it just looks so strong. I think the Premier League teams that came down, the money they've got to spend as well if they want, uh, I I can't see them not finishing 
at least in the top six. And I've, I've got them just to miss out on the top two, though. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And we've mentioned about being able to bring signings in before, but imagine bringing in Alex Moa on a free, um, <laughs> like they have. Criminal. That, Criminal. That, that shouldn't be allowed, should it? That's not fair on the rest <laughs> of the um, They're sitting there with an endless pot of money compared to the rest of the division, and yet they bring him in on a free. So, um, no, they do look really, really strong. And, um, yeah, well, they've already mugged me off a little bit this season. So, <laughs> Luke, who have you got? In third, I've gone for Bournemouth. I think uh, Scott Parker's a good manager, but I'm, I've got them just missing out on top two because the squad's a bit young. You've got some great players in there still, like keeping David Brooks, Dominic Solanke, Philip Billings had a great start. I know Andy's a, especially is a big fan of him. Um, I think that the fact that they're a little bit of a young squad means I think they'll definitely get, they've definitely got enough for, for playoffs, but maybe not quite enough experience to, to hold on to, to a top two. Yeah, maybe I'll jump in there because I, I do have them finishing second. Like you said, a young squad, but every time you see them play, they just look so exciting going forward. Solanke's another one that I think, I think I said he'd score a lot last season. He didn't, he was okay. I think this year he could really come on. Billing, like you said, another one who's played three, scored three, a goal in each game from defensive midfielder. Just seems to run the game every time you see him. David Brooks. Not going to find a much technically better player in the division than him as well. I know he got sent off uh, on Saturday, but <laughs> uh, first red card of his career. And yeah, I just think they've, they just look so attacking and Parker knows what he's doing. It's very similar to what I've said for all of the uh, teams at the top. And yeah, I think they're going to blow some teams away this season and I hope they do. Like I said, young squad, they've got a lot of players out missing at the moment. So when they return as well, I think we'll see the best of them. I've ridiculously put them in seventh. Um, <laughs> sometimes you've got to do these things well you never know <laughs> I um, I think it's the same story as what I've said for the others I mean they've kept it's more about what they've kept hold of um, again players like like Brooks and Dan Juma who I was pretty certain were going to be going elsewhere um, over this window that they've managed to keep hold of and perhaps that's why I had them slightly lower um, but yeah they do look bloody good, don't they? Um, <laughs> Billing being given this slightly kind of, although he is defensive midfielder, Parker seems to be allowing him to press on quite a lot more than last season, which is interesting. I think it was something that came in under Woodgate, actually, which is a weird thing to say. But um, <laughs> yeah, they do look really good. And like you say, those players that are out, I think Cook's out a bit of experience coming back into that squad. They do look really good. And I'm sitting here with them in seventh and not sure why. Ah, you got to make those decisions. Yeah, Billing is looking like playing sort of similar to prime Yaya Toure at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no, it's, just, it's just a few similarities in the way he plays anyway. Um, I saw Dan, Dan Juma was heavily linked to the move to Liverpool. I mean, he's a good player, but come on. Um, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's still at the club. That. He's still at the club. He'll be breaking into the PSG front three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if they can hang on to him, I, I think they'll they'll have a very good season. Who was your uh, third place, James? I went with Fulham. Yeah, because I, I rudely jumped onto my second place there. Apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, I went with uh, I went with Fulham. The reasons that we've said, uh, they look really strong. Manager who knows what he's doing. I just. 
I don't know. Last season taught me quite a bit about actually just assuming that teams are going to go back up. Yes, it does happen, but then there's normally one or two struggle. I mean, Bournemouth didn't actually have that great a season um, compared to where I feel like they should have been. Um, maybe it was just to do with the fact they made poor managerial decisions across the season. Um, and actually now that it's a bit steady under Parker, they'll, they'll do it. But yeah, Fulham, I think don't think they'll get that top two, um, as we've said, which is going to sound daft when I tell you who I've got in second in a moment. But um, <laughs> Coventry yeah, they, look, they, do look, they look strong. And, and these teams, I think those parachute payments, although they haven't used them yet, the fact that come January, they could effectively buy a whole new 11 and steamroll the league scares me a little bit. So uh, yeah, Fulham in third for me. Luke, we, we obviously already know Andy's second and uh, Andy's reasons for it. So you may as well give us yours. Yeah, we've already talked about them. I've, I've put West Brom in second. Um, I was quite pleased to see their first two games of the season where they really just got... that They're an Ishmael team already. And, and Alex Mowat doesn't need to be told what to do by Ishmael because he he's fits in that system so well already. Um, I thought there was... I think I made my predictions just before Pereira left. So I thought that I was so convinced that they had so much going forward so much energy that I thought they just almost like walk over the you know the bottom half of the league like Watford did last season where every team at the bottom half of the the bottom half of the league they just uh, just walked over so I I've, I had that sort of idea in mind when I was picking West Brom um but yeah I've put them I've put them second just to go back to Alex Mauer wow on a free <laughs> on a free on a free <laughs> you know you've got Genie Wijnaldum, Sergio Ramos, Lionel Messi, all on freeze this season. And then sitting pretty as easily the best free this season. <laughs> uh, you say that, you could be the most influential, you know? Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My second then, I suppose I'd better embarrass myself right about now. QPR. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be, just as likely. QPR. QPR, if it clicks, again, it's one of them, if it clicks and they stay sort of manage to build around a solid um, first 11 that can stay fit, then I actually think that they could have a hell of a season. Um, their form, the back end of last season, well, actually more than the back end of last season, after Christmas, it seemed to click for them and, and they, they picked up a hell of a lot of points compared to um, their first half of the season. So if they can have a more consistent year, there's absolutely no reason why they can't finish in the top six. I've put them in top two, bit of controversy. Why not? There's a, there's always one who normally does something you're not expecting. Look at Barnsley last year. So um, QPR top two for me. Second. Bold. Yeah. <laughs> Much like uh, their manager, that is bold. That's what I was um, <laughs> um, No, top man, Warburton. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. New contract, bringing in the break. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hovis. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see it myself. To be honest, um, be good to revisit these in a couple of weeks' time, um, so we or can not. have a, a proper laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I've got. Um, well, are we onto our champions now? Are we? we are. Yeah, I mean, I've got Fulham winning the league. Walking it. I've got Fulham winning the league. And I think if you compare their team, their squad, even their, 
their manager, the whole setup to QPR. I mean, only having QPR one spot away from them would be criminal, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> you've got them above them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't sort of been arguing enough here. Let's uh, come on. <laughs> Harry Wilson is a massive thing for me. Just a <laughs> He's a massive thing, massive part of my life. Posters yeah. on the wall. Well, he, he did get a straight red for kicking out at someone on the weekend. So that's, <laughs> that's my, Andy that's my Hayden, sort of thing. It? Yeah, I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned David Brooks being a good player. Straight red. I know, so two yellows. <laughs> Wilson red card as well. Mitrovic, uh, he looks like he's never going to leave that club now, doesn't he? He'll just stay there, he'll go up and down with them, score 30 in the championship. And then, uh, and he's already got goal of the season. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Reeds looks really good in those first two games. So three assists for him already. I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to name some of the players now, really, but <laughs> assume that's analysis. If you look, Jean-Michael Seri's still there, who they didn't have in the championship last time they were down. Um, he went on loan, and now he's back. Onoma, what a midfield too. Anguissa, he's going to be one of the best central midfielders in the league. Uh, and then I just can't see Wilson Reed. Fabio Carvalho looks good. Can't see them not setting up Mitrovic. I think they've got a far too strong. I think they're far stronger squads than West Brom or Sheffield United as well, who we've mentioned. Like you said, if they want, they can go out and spend another 10 million. If I thought I saw today, they'd spent, they've spent the same amount of money as the rest of the league combined so far this window, 20 million or something. So, yeah, <laughs> on that note only, champions. I, I, I looked at the squad as well and just... Just thought that's too much for everyone else. And uh, when uh, when Scott Parker took over, he had a, it took a while for him in the Premier League to kind of get them keeping clean sheets. And it like, but once he did, they they looked really hard to beat at the end of last season. They start to put something together where they might survive. Didn't quite work, but I think it's not going to be a you score four, we'll score more because that that attacking talent is just ridiculous. But Scott Parker. Uh, Scott Parker? What am I talking about? Scott Parker's at Bournemouth. Marco Silva. That's the one. <laughs> I think he's he's experienced enough to sort the defence out. So, yeah. I think it's too much, isn't it? It's too much. It's not fair. Manager. He's the sole reason why I've not put them up there in the top two. Don't back him to do it. <laughs> no. I do. Really? <laughs> I do. I mean, if you look at and talk about not fair... I mean, they've put five past Huddersfield um, against boys. <laughs> Two they've of them str- when, they, when they were down to 10 men. Exactly what I was going to say, Luke. Wilson gets sent off and then I just bring on Ivan Cavallero, he'll score two. <laughs> that's, that's not fair, is it? It's not fair. Uh, so I think they, they'll do that to a lot of teams. That strength off the, bre- off the, brench, off the bench looks... Uh, <laughs> it's good not being having to talk about Brentford this year, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is good yeah. like Thomas Frank let's try not to mention him ever again um, <laughs> I'm the one who's brought him up ironically but yeah uh, <laughs> so who, who who are we missing now uh, we've both got Fulham champions and James has yeah I've gone with Sheffield United um, I think squad wise when, when you look compared to uh, well the rest of the league other than maybe Fulham Bournemouth um QPR and um, <laughs> manager who's done it all before. I'm not gonna not gonna reinvent the wheel here. They just look great, don't they? Um, as you said, Luke Brewster's done it before at this level, so hopefully for them he can do it again. I'm genuinely quite concerned looking at some of those teams up there. Last season, I remember 
getting quite excited about the fact that Coventry were back in the championship and looking through the fixtures list. And obviously, because there was no sort of days out, you couldn't go any away days or anything last season. I remember looking for it and trying to find a winnable game and it was quite hard. It seems even harder this season. Um, Derby. Some of those teams at the top, you're not getting anything out of Sheffield United, Fulham, West Brom, Middlesbrough, Bournemouth, Cardiff. I think something... Um, about Sheffield United last season, obviously they were awful. Um, let's let's not try and paint any other picture than that. They were awful. Um, <laughs> but something that they massively missed, they're one of those clubs who rely on a crowd. Um, and I don't know if you've been to Bramall Lane, but on its day, it is absolutely rocking. Um, something that could carry them over the line, perhaps more than Craven Cottage um, and the <laughs> likes of of there, or, or maybe Bournemouth. Um and it's just not going to be somewhere that teams are going to want to go. And I can't see many teams getting anything out of them. Um, although, obviously, they lost on the first game of the season, didn't they? But, um, yeah. yeah, once once they get going and once they click, I, I just think that they'll, they'll, be have, they'll have too much for me. Yeah, I mean, it's going to sound like I'm just saying what's happened already. But I did look and think they might struggle for goals this season. And, obviously, they haven't scored in either of the first two league games. Yeah. Um, seem to have the ball all game against... Um, Birmingham as well and then end up losing 1-0 so let's hope for them that that's just a blip and it will click but yeah it does worry me McGoldrick's going to be the main man for them this season he's not exactly key for Moore or uh, Mitrovic yeah it's a good he's point better. five years ago maybe <laughs> <laughs> but I think for a few seasons that hasn't been McGoldrick's role um, and probably rightly so just because of his of his age perhaps and maybe his experience to do other things I'm not saying he's, I think he's been one of their better players over the last two seasons but not in front of not in front of goal um, and obviously Bruce is on a pretty horrendous run off the back of last season so if that doesn't change soon then, then they've obviously got issues um, the fact that they're starting Billy Sharp now I love Billy Sharp but should he be starting still in the championship perhaps not so maybe I am questioning my prediction a little bit but they've got bags of money there should they want to spend it um, go and get yourself a forward and win the league but yeah I just think if it does click I think there's a theme to my predictions here it's a lot of reliance on if teams can find that form early on um, then yeah, there's a strong season ahead. But you're absolutely right in terms of having that kind of main focal point up top that the likes of Fulham do have. Maybe Sheffield United could struggle there, but I've got them as walk- winning it. <laughs> Walking it. <laughs> yeah. I think that wraps it up nicely, does it? That's, yeah. uh, I've gone for Fulham and Bournemouth. James has gone for Sheffield United and QPR. <laughs> um, and I've gone for Fulham and West Brom. And there you have it. There's our championship <laughs> predictions for the season. Maybe we'll still work. Maybe we'll tell you our League One predictions in six weeks' time. <laughs> well, obviously that's wrapped up the championship predictions, and uh, catch us next week with our League One and probably League Two at the same time. As mentioned at the start, we've got a new quiz format that me and Andy have absolutely no idea what's going on with. So uh, without further ado, Luke, let's have it. I'm, I'm rapidly falling out of love with football. I just wonder what's the point anymore, you know. 
Is that a new theme tune? <laughs> it's a new theme tune. It's better than Andy yeah. just humming for a bit, which we Is it? Which was great for one yeah, week, exactly. but after after twenty-eight weeks of um, <laughs> Luke's quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Remembered it. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've done it now. Yeah, yeah, so. that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just do both every week, so I'm gonna say it. Yeah. So Luke. <laughs> new theme tune, new format. But tell us all about it. Right. Um, I'm not pitting you against each other this time. You've got you working together. Because after, after about 10, 15 weeks, it got a little bit one-sided. Yeah. I'll take this. I'll take this. <laughs> this is good. So um, James has got a Coventry shirt that will probably arrive by about Christmas for winning last year's quiz. Well, he actually got something. Yeah, he, well, he's going to win the. He's going to win his shirt. That was the whole deal, Andy. Where were you for the last season? Yeah, well, I just didn't think it was actually going to happen. <laughs> so, so it hasn't happened. Probably it hasn't happened. <laughs> probably be with him, but that's why I I'd said probably be with him by Christmas. So, new format: ten questions. That's all you've got to get between you. So, it's called climbing the football ladder. So, questions get increasingly more difficult as you go along. You get a few gimmies at the start, then a few multiple choice. A few gimme <laughs> Give me Treore, as I uh, yeah, called him that eight times in a row. <laughs> ten, ten questions get increasingly more difficult. Yep. This time you get to choose what topic you want because they're all on the same topic. And if you win, I'll pay for an away day for the three of us. So you're so, effectively like the beast from the chase. And, uh, <laughs> and this is our final chase. <laughs> We've both made it. <laughs> I took a minus offer to get in. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and here we are, fighting yeah. for an away day, all expenses paid. <laughs> <laughs> all expenses paid. Mm. Do you get some beer tokens as well, don't <laughs> Train I'll tickets. Them out. Come on then, Mark right. Labette. That's pretty hear it. <laughs> Well, he's, he's right. Labette and he's, uh, uh, what's his name, he hosts it. Okay, move on. Ugly Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get it, couldn't get his name. Liam Which is, doesn't, does not bode well for the quiz, forgot his name. <laughs> right, Luke, what are our choices? Right, you've got three choices. You'll have three choices every week. Yeah. So your first one is championship playoff finals. Your second one is Premier League relegations. So teams joining us in the EFL. And number three is Neil Warnock. What are you thinking, Andy? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm drawn towards championship playoff playoffs. Finals. Absolutely, yeah. yeah but then off. again, if it goes <laughs> longer than line. sort of, yeah, if it goes longer than 15 years ago, well, he I said start 10, struggling. Didn't he? Oh, did he? He said Sorry. 10 questions. So hopefully that doesn't mean he's going to completely do us in by going from 1970 to 1980. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we are not getting that way, though. <laughs> if you think you're getting that away, Dave, you've got another thing coming, boys. <laughs> this is Labette here. <laughs> well, should we go for it? So question one. Neil Warnock. We want Neil Warnock. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the hell that other one was. <laughs> Lee Sharp. <laughs> Lee Sharp. <laughs> right. Uh, question one. Who won the 2021 Playoff final versus Swansea. That's that's we we know that. Where, where, when do you, do you take a do you have to say final answer? Do we? <laughs> Just because you know, if I blurt something out, and James goes no. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to say final answer. We said we weren't going to talk about them, didn't we? But we're going to have to yeah. already. Thomas Franks, Brentford. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Which veteran player scored the winner for Hull City versus Bristol City in 2008? Window. You just knew this question was coming, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> the, can we all just agree on something? The best moment of playoff history. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say Dean Windass, final answer. Final answer, please. yeah. He sort of mixed the chase with who wants to be a millionaire now. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer, Chris, or Jeremy. He's a bit like Jeremy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, halfway it. between Jeremy Clarkson and Mark LeBet. What? Right. <laughs> Cheers, lads. What a start. Uh, question three. Which player has received the most recent red card in a championship playoff final? There was one in this year's, wasn't there? I hope so. Last, last year's, yeah, there was, I'm sure. Swansea. Yeah, it was that tackle. Yeah. It was... Um, that weird sliding tackle that, yeah, that he, I've got it. I've got it. It, Gr- it wasn't Grimes, was it? Who was it? Wait, what happens here, Luke? How do we win? <laughs> you got to get all ten questions. Oh, I see. Because we're never going to do it. I get it. <laughs> We've got to get this. Was Wait, that... so it, it wasn't Grimes. It was Swansea. It was that. Yeah. Strange tackle where, where his foot went up. It looked yeah, a bit harsh. Yeah. It looked very bad in slow motion. Well, if, if we're going, if we're going halfway between, who wants to billionaire, be a be a billionaire? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Do you want one like lifeline? Do you want me to make you got the option to make one question easier? Yeah, but I don't. We the only way you could make this one easier is by telling us who it is because we know it was a Swansea <laughs> player in the last year's one. Fifty fifty. Well, I fifty fifty. <laughs> Luke's got to quickly think of another player. <laughs> Dean Windass or who's the one who went to the Euros? The Welsh lad. Oh, of course it was, yeah. He scored. Connor, Connor. Yeah, he scored, didn't he? he scored. Roberts. Was it Roberts? Connor Roberts. Is that who it was? Wait, final answer. Should we have it? Do you think it is? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Connor Roberts, final <laughs> answer. <laughs> it's question three. Should have spent more time on it. Oh, I thought I'd try and give you some nicer ones to... Gives you some recent ones before we go. It was Jay Fulton. Right, let's see how far we could have got. Question four. Which team are the only side to lose multiple playoff finals since 2014? Is it Aston Villa, Derby County or Fulham? It's got to be the bottle jobs, Derby. (laughs) That would have been correct. Yeah. Number five. The championship playoff final has never ended goalless, true or false? True. We're looking that in. <laughs> no, 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 not locking that in, not locking that in. I'm going to go false. False. <laughs> that is correct. It did. It ended goalless between Huddersfield and Reading uh, in 2017. Penalties. Yeah. penalty. Yeah, great affair. Just throwing in pointless trivia to make ourselves look better now. <laughs> Question six gets a little bit more difficult, but it's still multiple choice. In 1985, the Football League financial reforms. That saw that gave birth to the to the playoffs was called what the Gatwick Agreement, the Stansted Agreement, or the Heathrow Agreement. Stansted. I was going to go Gatwick. <laughs> well, it was Heathrow, right? Anyway. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh no! If that doesn't sum it all up, I could see us arguing over those two if we were still in it, and then it. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, question seven. Which team has reached the Premier League, well, reached the top flight via the playoffs more times than any other? <laughs> We're both waiting for some more with, with, with four. Four times. Won four playoff finals since the late 80s. That's going to go Watford. So this is where a single time they've got four more to think of. Uh, it was Crystal Palace. Um, We're never getting in a way, do I think this was one of the harder ones, actually. I think you should I'll have just, gone uh, with I'll just pay for an away. The, the Warnock one's going to be impossible. So, question nine Millwall have qualified for the joint most playoffs without ever reaching a final. So, three. Name another club to do so. Oh, that's championship playoffs. Yeah. Se- second division playoffs. So name another team who have reached the, the playoffs in the second division three times, but never got to a final. Oh, yeah. You've got, uh, you got two, though, to choose from. Forest. I'm going to go Blackburn Rovers. Where's, who's, who's putting in the final answer? I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a hint because we're out at two. Um, it's, it's one of you said it in the last, in the last 30 seconds. Oh, Forest. Oh, haven't yeah, aren't they one of the teams that hasn't been to Wembley? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh, you we could have, have had Tranmere Rovers as well. And question 10, this was for the, the away day. Name the two players to score a playoff, <laughs> playoff final hat-trick. Oh, uh, One of them's from 1998. That's why it's more difficult. I've no idea. What can you yeah. give us the year then? Um, so 1998 and 2011. Oh, I'll get, well, if if you want to use that lifeline, because we're already out at two. If you if you use your lifeline, I could have given you the 1998 one. It's Clive Mendonca. Not a chance you're getting that. Uh, yeah, that was number two though. I think it's possible. That was that. that was the uh, famous Charlton v someone. Yeah. Was he playing for Charlton? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Chat that in. Charlton Sunderland. Thank you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> one away day, please. Yeah. There we go. Imagine if I'd got that on the actual thing. <laughs> Mendonca! <laughs> don't know the obvious one. Scott Sinclair? Yes. <laughs> that would have been it. Yes. That would have been your, your away day. Well, there we have it. The first of Luke's new format. And what a little quiz we've got on our hands coming up. Hopefully we can uh, lock in an away day sometime soon. We'll be back <laughs> on it, James. <laughs> oh, now we've now I've got um, who is the weak, weakest link reference in there now? Goodbye. Can we bank on question six. <laughs> I'll vote yeah, myself you, off. You yeah, get a pie and a pun <laughs> the next away day. Shit! Did you see that? He must have a foot like a traction engine. Well, some things are different, but some things will never change on this podcast. And goal of the week is one of them. Now, we've obviously glossed over the happenings of what's gone on so far in the across the EFL because we're a little bit late to it. But one thing we're not going to let up on is goal of the week. So what we brought with us? Uh, I mean, I'll stick to the championship theme, as that seems what we've done this week. Uh, I mean, we sort of mentioned it earlier a little bit, was, um, was West Brom's tactics this season under under Ismail and five minutes into the game against Luton this weekend it couldn't have worked much better ridiculously good long throw from uh, Furlong and uh, it just caused absolute havoc hit Cal Smith in the head own goal five <laughs> minutes in smacked into him uh, 
it's a, it's a really, it was a cracker of an own goal five minutes into a game. Uh, and it's just like, it smelled like these are the tactics, boys. They will work. And they're like, I'm not sure, if, not sure if they'll work. Five minutes in, just throws one against the defender's head. One nil could start to goal of the week this season. Morale in the changing room, absolutely sky high. <laughs> they're all fully bought into the system. Yeah. Luke, what have you brought? Right, I've got one that's already been mentioned. Um, I've got in my predictions, we didn't mention it because we didn't go for, for mid-table. I've got Peterborough. For some reason, I've got them in 10th. I just thought they had such good like talent going forward that I was just so optimistic and they're so fun to watch. They were last season. I've got them 10th. So my worry when they're drawing in the 99th minute to Derby, oh, I was absolutely terrified. I thought, I thought that prediction is, well, it still is bad, but Siriki Dembele, great touch. It comes out to him, great touch. He's only got one place that he can put it with the goalie and two defenders in front of him. He slots it in the bottom corner. In classic threes a crowd style here, Luke's uh, seems to have lost Luke. Anyway, <laughs> I know he was, well, you can still hear him a little bit there, but <laughs> he will cut out. Anyway, he's got for Dembele's 100th minute goal. Uh, to win the game for Peterborough against Derby. Sure, you've all seen it. A lovely touch and finish, according to Luke. But uh, we, won't, <laughs> we won't hear that. James, what do you think about that goal? Still prefer the uh, slammer throwing off a defender's head. But, <laughs> yeah. Good entrance. Well, I feel like I've waited a long time for my big for my goal. 800 and something days since uh, the boys in Sky Blue were back home in Coventry. And boy, have we left it late to win. Wasn't the best goal of the weekend by any stretch, but it meant the most. And I don't think I've seen a home end at the Rico go quite so mad as that ever. Um, Carl McFadzian of all men as well took a lot of stick at the end of last season, but he stepped up when it counts. A bang, popped the one past uh, well, about four Forest defenders and it squirmed through the hands of the keeper and... and 2-1, 90th, 93rd, 96th, who even cares? Last minute winner in our <laughs> in our big day out. So, uh, Carmack Fadzian is my entrant. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've gone for the emotional vote there. Um, and I'm happy to vote for that. You know, Bryce Samba's got some stick before the Forest goalkeeper on yeah, the show. Love- and he did not cover himself in glory for that goal <laughs> at all. I think the first one, should have saved the first one a little better, Palmer out comes back and fumbles it in as well but so yeah let's let's give let's give the commentary fans something to celebrate for once i reckon (laughs) i reckon that's our goal of the week three cheers for ramirez hip 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 Well, much like Bassett there, I'm sure many of our listeners are <laughs> shouting that at their uh, various devices uh, throughout our, <laughs> our high-risk, high-reward <laughs> sections. Um, but as we said before, we're going to keep some things the same and high-risk or high-reward is not going anywhere. So um, I'm going to start us off, actually, straight into it. Andy's given a lot of praise to Cardiff City. I should probably say we're going for Saturday's games and I assume we're sticking with the championship as uh, that's been the theme of this episode. And uh, Andy's given a hell of a lot of praise to Cardiff and uh, their main man, Moore. Now, if you have a little look at the fixtures, they're at home to a certain Millwall who I've piled <laughs> the praise onto. Where's this going, you ask? Well, I'm going 3-0 Millwall, own goal Moore. <laughs> what a way to kick us off. Come on then, what have you got? 
I'm going down, um, I normally go for a managerial angle to these sort of things, and it won't surprise anyone when the next two words that come out of my mouth are Neil Warnock. (laughs) (laughs) Rooney. If you yes, if you also look at the fixture list again, you can see that they are away at Derby County. And is it high risk enough just to say Derby win? It probably is, but we'll, we're going to go that Derby win that game comfortably by three goals to nil. Derby win, absolutely kickstart their season. Warnock flying out pictures of uh, himself with his autograph on. Um, they'll <laughs> all be in the, the bin fans. by the end of that game. Yeah. Um, I think we could see a real shock there. I think he went for the same high risk, high reward at the end of last season, calling Warnock the old dog and Rooney the young pup. <laughs> I thought you were going to go I? for a fight. That does sound, yeah, that does sound familiar. So obvious. If we're going with familiar, familiar guesses, then uh, I'm looking at the fixtures. And I'm not inspired by any of them. I'm looking at, like, there's not many fights Here in there. Comes between dog on a pitch. <laughs> dog on a pitch. Champions. I've got 10 games. It's going to be a dog on the pitch. Oh, no. He said it. <laughs> if I get it out of the way early, it's not going to be on my mind for the rest of the season. So. It's not going to happen. With full capacities at the ground, you know, it's slightly more likely. Um, <laughs> it's gone from like 0.001% to <laughs> 0.0012. But boy, by God, wouldn't we all want to see that? I think that's you got a particular go game as well that you you want it to show up at, or uh, um, don't care. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. Any care. of them? It's, I don't want to reduce those very specific odds you just mentioned, Andy, by going for a yeah. specific game. I was looking at Bourne, at Bournemouth and thinking a dog could get onto that pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too a Blackpool fans brought a dog. <laughs> all the way down from Blackpool to Bournemouth to see the another beach side rivalry yeah <laughs> there we go jumped in well that rounds up not only a burst of many brilliant episodes to come <laughs> but also our highly decorated high risk high reward section <laughs> <laughs> and um, I suppose boys all that really leaves me to do is say uh, thanks very much and see you next week cheers lads see you next Monday See you, lads. What do you say about f***ing Derby in the end? There's something about it being dark. Dark, so. you wouldn't want to see it in the day. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we that's, could have made that joke about anywhere. Joins Newport on the list. Yeah. yeah. Just... Never been to Derby. It's probably all right. <laughs> it's probably all right. <laughs> I can go in the bloopers. Put that in the bloopers, yeah. Yeah. Good way to just finish it off before Luke started talking with his internet. (laughs) 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 Cracking touch. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say about Dembele's is uh, he took his shirt off, but he got stuck over his head. Well, he looked like a caterpillar (laughs) for about ten seconds. Couldn't get his shirt off, and that was that was what my favourite bit about it. You lost your chance to win because you didn't say that in the time we gave you. (laughs) (laughs) You Didn't (laughs) say anything. No, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
you know what I mean? Especially as we don't know as much about the League One and League Two. Yeah, teams. that's why we can do them both in an episode. Bradford, big team. Salford are rich. <laughs> <Going up. laughs> I, I like the manager. They've got good forwards, so I'll put them back. <laughs> <laughs> Once played for Coventry, going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Dunn's Troy Power at bottom. <laughs> <laughs> keep the themes going from season to season. If, if you win, I pay for an away day for us. Just the oh, ticket. Oh, yeah, you do. So we're not going to win, are we? And by, you're, and by not, that, you're not James, coming. James please. is still... <laughs> <laughs> you buy our tickets, Matt. I'll be, I'll be so broke I won't be able to afford the third ticket. <laughs> 20 quid each. Um. <laughs> 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 Fucking broke. <laughs>